Okay. Hi again. Yeah. Hi. Let's do this. Awesome. Let's Thank you. Let's do it. We're live. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another special bonus episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. We are live from the VIP lounge on the second floor of the TCL Chinese Theater in Hollywood as the official podcast partner for the 19th annual Oscar qualifying Holly Shorts Film Festival. We all, it's always You did festival. it! That was so I'm like, let's challenge it's each other to get it without even it. looking at it. Um, <laughs> I'm your host, Indiana. This is Haley. We are joined here today with every night at 3.30, Natalie De Diego, correct? Yes. Executive producer, director, writer, and editor. And Rob and Rebecca Hicks, our producer. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having us. No, this is our pleasure. I'm very excited (laughs) that we got to meet in the hallway while we were waiting for a fireside chat to wrap up and, and already get to know each other a little bit. So before we dive into these short interviews, can you tell me a little bit about what the film is about? Basically, the logline is a young woman is trying to get her medical results, and as time is passing, she starts to become paranoid about something that she's seeing in her um, at-home security camera system. Wow. Okay. Does this Basic. does what she's feeling paranoid about have anything to do with the medical results she's waiting on? Maybe. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fantastic. So the first thing I want to ask about then is how did you guys meet? How did you come together for this project? Oh, you met in college. Yes. Many years ago. <laughs> um, you were actually an acting student. Yeah, I was a theater student what? at the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yeah. I would act in your films. Yes. She was my muse. Yeah. And then uh, we just stayed in touch. We're good friends. We were roommates. And yeah. then basically, um, she's a professor at UNG, University yes. of Georgia. And she, we were already working on another project. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, like, oh, why don't we work on this one together as well? Because I needed a producer. And I'd never really done a proper short before. This is my first time directing. Fantastic. Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. So I reached out to her. Mm -hmm. Wow. And with the idea of paranoia, Mm -hmm. how did you want to capture paranoia? What was the visual language around that? I think it was, I always, so I have my own security camera system at home. And when it dings and it pulls it up, it's kind of scary because you're like, yeah. what am I going to see mm-hmm. when I press play? And it's yeah. usually just like a cat. Yes. <laughs> but the footage I thought was so scary because there's like a kind of crunchy sound to it. It's also at nighttime that has that night vision look. So uh-huh. there's just something really creepy about it. Mm-hmm. And the idea of this thing pinging on your phone, I thought like already me alone at my house getting freaked out by this, I thought it would tie into kind of like the paranoia she was feeling and like this idea of the unknown and not being sure about what's out there yeah so wow yeah yeah terrifying I also I feel like I don't know if it's because in the media we have seen security footage camera used in like for scary stuff or if it's because it actually is just super creepy Mm -hmm. I don't want security cameras because I don't want to look at that. It's terrifying. Yeah. 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 So how did you cast? What was your process there? Can you talk about that? Yeah, well, um, so I'm the producer. I'm also a writer and director myself, as well as a professor at the University of North Georgia. We're right outside of Atlanta. Um, and so when Natalie decided to come to us, I knew that I had a really great opportunity to pair 
the Atlanta local creative scene that we have there um, with my students. And so I reached out first, started, you, you specifically wanted someone who was Latina. Yes. So I reached out to um, friends and actors in the community and really just started putting out calls and then we found Viviana who was perfect and you and her it was really important that I get you together because I knew Viviana too um, had always wanted to work with her and something felt special about getting the two of you together mm -hmm. and she read the script she wanted to be a part of it we had a lovely lunch yeah. and you two just connected and it was just really like wow I've my work is done oh. <laughs> I can step back and let this beautiful creative collaboration happen yeah. so it sounds like you know staffing up for this was pretty seamless across the board is that correct because you already knew each other and mm -hmm. then you found Viviana and it was just kind of an easy situation is that how you found it finding your heads of department for everything DP, like yeah. yeah, DP was a little challenging. Yeah. We went through a few um, options for that and just reaching out. And, um, you know, I know I would kind of like send some reels over to you and you would connect with some. And um, then it just worked out with Tom, who we got for our cinematographer. Um, that was the most challenging, I would say. And the makeup artist. Oh yes, which it was we days before, and we were like, we can't find a makeup artist. Oh no! And we lucked out; one of her students actually did the makeup, and she did an amazing job, yes. Lexi. Because it's tricky because the um, the the duration of the film takes place over so many days, mm -hmm. and so within that time period, we needed to show the um, transformation that the character goes through from yeah. beginning to end. And we wanted, we thought like, oh, we need to get a professional and. We were looking at budgets as well, and then yeah. one of my students um, came through, and it was great. Like, yeah, yeah and she now she's it. doing makeup like professionally, Wonder working what? on sets. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. So, first-time director, what is the? I have two questions about this. What was the thing you did not want to sacrifice? Short filmmaking is like all about, you know, what do I want to prioritize? What am I willing to let go of? Mm. Hopefully, you know, the least amount of those things happen. But what were the biggest things when, you know, dealing with the script that you're like, I'm not sacrificing this, whether it be visuals, locations, uh, the way the character looks, uh, the way this comes off, things like that. Yeah, I would say just the, the visual language that I was trying to do. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to sacrifice that. And it was great when I found Tom because he was on board and he got, he was the one who was like, let's use a peewee dolly. This sounds like this is what you want. And then thankfully it worked out that like, yeah, we were able to shoot it exactly as I hoped. Because I wasn't sure because at first I thought I need a steady cam mm -hmm. and that's a whole thing. Of course, and, yeah. You know, we were tight on budget. So that was the biggest thing. Just like not, you, not losing the visual language that I really wanted yeah. to do. And then also when, when you call cut, what's the first thing you're doing? I call cut. Um, I am, <laughs> I think I'm usually thinking about what I just saw in terms of was the performance right, um, especially because this film takes place over a couple days with uh, every take. I was in my head and I had, I had written down like notes in my script of like kind of where she was mentally. I was trying to keep track of that because sometimes we weren't able to shoot in order. Of course, yeah. So there was a lot of like, okay, was did I feel like what I just saw was honest? And then check with Tom, our DP, and be like, did we? Do you feel like you know 
it was in focus and it was lit correctly. Technically we're good. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So that's the first thing. You mentioned that you had a very interesting shot. The the DP who you did finally find was able to come up with a creative way to keep a cell phone in focus as it was moving, what talent was moving. Can you explain what that was? (laughs) Yeah. So basically there's a moment where she's holding the phone and we're looking at the phone from like over her shoulder as she's like walking which sounds like Mm -hmm. a very simple shot but it's actually really hard to do to keep the phone in focus and follow and I didn't want handheld like I wanted all the shots to be very smooth yeah Yeah. so he was like what if he's like we have a peewee dolly He's like, we sat her on the peewee dolly and then had her hold up her phone and then the camera was behind her. She was sitting on the dolly and then he just pushed the bo- dolly mm-hmm. forward to like recreate her walking. Okay. And it worked. Yeah, <laughs> I bet. I, I absolutely, as a cinematographer, I absolutely love the, uh, the technical solutions that happen on set to tell the yes. story. And at Cinematography for Actors, we're all about bridging the gap between talent and crew. And so how, for that shot, did you communicate to the actor whatever day it was? Because did mm-hmm. you do this over the idea of the multiple days that you would keep yeah. going back to that shot and it would just you know change based off of the story? Uh, so that shot was uh, basically on the last day. Okay. And um, I had brought it up to him already because I had given him a shot mm-hmm. list and he read the script and everything so he already was telling me he's like I think we're gonna do it this way and I was nervous because I didn't know if it would look too smooth and would look like Mm -hmm. her walking um but then he did it and he just kind of we did like a rehearsal and he showed it to me and I was like oh this is great (laughs) and what did you communicate to talent in order to um technically get them on the same page as like what you were trying to achieve for that shot Viviana was so easy because she has been on so many sets she's Mm -hmm. also done some producing herself so like she understands filmmaking so she's very good at like okay I know what you need from me nice and it was you know I told you know and I always explained exactly what was happening in every shot okay you're gonna be sitting on this dolly and it's funny because even when she's like sitting on the dolly, I could tell like she's still performing, even though it's just her it. hands. That's so great. <laughs> but that's just her. She's so dedicated. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. And Robin, um, what do you hope the biggest takeaways are for the audience? Oh wow. Um, I mean, just to feel, you know, the connection with the character. I think um, because we've we've all been in that moment of paranoia or anxiety um and I think that yeah I just want the audience and they they definitely did last night I felt like that that was the energy that we got from the from talking to people afterward um because it is a we do leave the the ending is open you know Mm -hmm. kind of for interpretation which I always really love and so it was great to get the audience thinking about that and also feeling you know, that feeling that we've all felt in some way or another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that I can catch it on BitPix because you premiered, you screened yesterday yes. at midnight. Mm-hmm. You were in the, the late block of all of yes. the like the midnight, midnight madness. madness. Yeah, moviegoers. <laughs> um, and so you can check out every night at 3.30 on the virtual fest that is a part of the Holly Shorts Film Festival. Um, on BitPix. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much thank for, you for joining us. Thank you for having us. Yes, we'll see you all see again you soon. Bye. Bye. This has been another episode of the Cinematography for Actors podcast. Follow us on wherever you listen to your podcast to keep up to date on new episode releases. We will be live through August 20th here at Holly Shorts Film Fest. If you're here, drop in and say a little hello at the VIP lounge. We also want to thank our sponsors, Apogee, Film Tools, Roscoe, Lightstone Rentals, Canon and First Mile Tech, 
as a special gift to you listeners. We partnered with We Make Movies to get you a discount on comprehensive production insurance packages. Use code CFA23 on your intake form for 10% off your quote by visiting wemakemovies.org insurance. If you missed any of our live streams, you can watch all of our interviews on our YouTube channel, Cinematography for Actors. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Cinematography for Actors. You can also catch us in a more formal setting on Monday, August 14th at Japan House for a panel discussion on the importance of bridging the gap between talent and crew. You can get 20% off of your ticket purchase by using the code HSFF2023CFA at checkout. Thanks!